0: This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man.
1: What is up, everybody? Garrett the Trash Man uh, got Mike on here with us today from Fresh Detail. Um, I'm glad we made this happen, dude. Same. Had had this last awesome. last week. Had the whole family, all the kids. Had the stomach flu,
0: dude.
1: Puke and crap everywhere. You know, like it's going around. <laughs> it is.
0: It is flu season for sure. So
1: yeah, no, we got got it all handled though. So glad we can make this happen. So yeah, pumped to be up here. So, dude, let's let's dive into it. Let's start with our rants. Um, I should have asked if you wanted to go first or if you want me to go first. What do you you think, like,
0: dude? You got it. All right, dude. So this. (laughs) So it's it's
1: funny. Sometimes I know what I'm going to rant about, and sometimes like the second time comes rant, I'm like, okay. Slow down, what's on my mind? Okay, I'll talk about that. That's exactly how I feel right now, so you're going to go first. (laughs) Perfect. Well, this came to my mind uh, this morning, Um, so we're up in Utah. I'm staying in Provo. We're in Salt Lake right now at a a beautiful dealership and a a place we'll talk about a little bit later, but uh, we're in Provo, and I walk into a, uh, what is like a Burger King or something? I was waiting for my tire to get done. And I'm hanging out in a Bird King, and I remember something that happened to me like two years going to Provo. And I was at a uh, restaurant, Costa Vida, something like that. I don't remember specifically. But there's something special about college towns. And one <laughs> thing I love about college towns is how many freaking broke-A people there are.
0: Oh, my gosh. And,
1: <laughs> and the I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm eating my food. And I am hearing this, this college kid have this conversation with the cashier. And he's asking the cashier, what's the price difference between a small drink and a kid's drink? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, man. You're like, you're
0: not a kid anymore. You can't pull that <laughs> card.
1: And I'm just like, man, things are tight if you're like, hey.
0: Can I get the, a kid's The meal? difference
1: between the kid's drink and the small drink is going to make the difference. That, that $0.35. Cents. And the other thing that came to my mind was like, Bro. If you're having to ask the difference between the price of the small drink and the kids' drink, just leave the restaurant. Y'all you, you not be eating here, bro. Save the money. Skip the meal. You'll be fine. Go cook a meal. <laughs> have have a pin jelly when you get home tonight. You'll live. <laughs> but I think, like, what was so funny about it to me is, like, we've all been
0: there, dude. I was just about to say that. I'm like, <laughs> like that was me yesterday. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> well, it's no, like, but <laughs> – No, yeah, dude, for real. It's like we've all we've all been there, and yeah. it's like – no um, no
1: judgment on it no judgment <laughs> but it is it
0: is funny to see it and you're like you you're hoping you're out of that stage but yeah. we're st- sometimes we're still there oh, you know oh you
1: never know when you'll be you gotta, back in it too and uh no it's yeah. money's a, money's a funny funny thing too because you can have all the money in the world and also kind <clears> of <throat> you know operate like that too like it's a really oh, uh yeah. fickle relationship that uh if you if you haven't addressed it like i think the The most important relationship in your your life, in your world, is probably your spouse. That ought to be addressed and of main concern. And then after that, it might be money. Like, obviously kids and your other family, but you're going to show up a lot better for them if you address whatever relationship you have with money. Um, Totally. But, yeah, I was just reminded of when that happened. (laughs) Just cracked me up because I've been there where it's like, I I don't have any money. (laughs) Like, man, I got 35, this 35 cents between the small drink and the kids drink is going to make a difference. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, this is probably par par for the course here.
0: Dude, but those 35 cents care now with gas prices. Oh,
1: dude. Yeah.
0: Dude, the gas is insane right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we're not going to get into politics. Let's not do that. But dude, it's. It's crazy it, it for Utah well, to be four, I think it's like, what, four? Is there any gas stations around? Yeah, I want to say four. Four thirty or something? Yeah,
1: yeah four. That's,
0: yeah. that's a lot, dude. Well,
1: I'll tell you, like, in my business, which we addressed this a, a little bit in the last podcast we did, so I won't spend much time on it, but, uh, man, year over year, March is looking like we're going to be about 60 grand more is going to be my gas bill over uh, Wow. last March. It's like... Man, it's uh. Wow. We just <coughs> sent out this week the email to all our customers and said, "Hey, we gotta we gotta do some price increases plus a fuel surcharge." And uh, you know, it's funny because it's it's one like, what can you do? Like, he, we don't exactly like you you operate a business. It's a lot of people that aren't in business. They don't realize that businesses are made on on a margin. And like when I say a margin, like I mean. A margin. It's not like half the money we we get we put in our pocket. No. It's like if you're getting t- if you're if you're keeping ten percent of your money, you're killing it. And quick reminder that ten percent, whatever that ten percent is, government wants wants about forty percent of that. So right. um, it's these margins that, uh, as grateful and as much as I love being a business owner, I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. But I, I say that, but then at the same time, we've had an overwhelmingly um, non negative
0: response you know so yeah i think people people understand
1: yeah i mean if we have a couple dozen people call cancel their service freak out you know when you're looking at uh you know 15 20,000 customers that's n- not even a percent it's like wow people understand yeah, yeah. and and i also yeah. have empathy for the people that are freaking out too because like they're probably in a position like what are we going to do
0: yeah, so. no totally. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to operate, right? You're still yeah. providing a service for them. And if it means increasing your price, whatever, temporarily, like you yeah. have to, you have to do that. But, um, no, dude, it's crazy, crazy times. I mean, running a business in you know, times like these is, is stressful and yeah. you, know, you got to make a lot of changes, but, um,
1: so that brings up a question for yeah. you that, uh, tyler and i which a lot of people on the podcast know tyler were discussing on the way up here on our drive yesterday and, and my question was hey do you think it's always been this crazy and like i'm only knocking on the door 30 like maybe the world's always been as crazy as it is right now and mm-hmm. i've just been a kid and like i'm not i wasn't awake to like it wasn't landing i, I was concerned about my Baseball, game, my little league game coming up. Not yeah. necessarily the economic state of the world. Has it always been this crazy? And now I'm just being—it has a direct impact on me, and it's my responsibility to provide for my family. Or is it more crazy than it's ever been?
0: My opinion—it's—I would say it's more crazier than it's ever been because if you look at you know the way our society has gone, you know, adding technology into the mix, mm-hmm. having this tech boom, you know, since what like the 90s like 2000s i don't know exactly when but i think we've had so much more changes in a shorter time of period Mm -hmm. in the past like 20 30 years than like when our parents were kids you know yeah like i think a lot happens a lot faster because of the technological advancements social media yeah like Everything is, like, so much more rapid pace. And, like, I think, so I think we do see, I, it, it seems crazier than ever, but I feel like everyone's going to have their own opinion in their, like, stage of life. Like, with where they were, like, you know, what year they were living in. I think they're always, gonna, they're going to think the same way. Yeah. Like, that we do now. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the past 20, 30 years, like it's, it's different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to lean that way as well. Yeah. Like it, cause, cause even if I just think of operating in my business four years ago, it's like, there was nothing like this going on, man. Like it, yeah, there was nothing like this. And, and it's crazy cause in, in just the last two years, I'm like, I've almost got, um, really used to quote-unquote like earth-shaking news because yeah. it's like COVID like was such a stressor of like what's going to happen how we're going to handle it that and it's just been like one after another since that so no I think you're right so I wrapped up like six rants in one right there yeah no, <laughs> we're good so, with the rants <laughs> we're good you you want to move on to I, yeah.
0: hey I mean I'm good I think uh I think that was a good icebreaker I think Perfect. uh a good start but
1: all right well and i'm sure everyone's chomping at the bit to to hear about you and what you're up to so yeah yeah, let's let's give our uh our uh sponsors quick shout out so larson waste everyone already knows world's best trash company no no one handles your trash like we do like it's just don't if you're not working with us something's (laughs) wrong so uh yeah uh hit larson waste up across any social media platforms and appreciate them for sponsoring this this podcast and we also want to give a shout out to this dope place. We've never done a podcast with the Lamborghini in the back. <laughs> so uh, we're here. Yeah, you uh, can
0: thank Lux Automotive for that. Yeah, Lux yeah.
1: Automotive, which I'd love for you to dive in real quick and just list all the things. Because like, let, let's be honest, Like, people that listen to our podcast, they're going to learn from us. Mm-hmm. They're going to grow their businesses they're going to be millionaires and they're going to be driving these Lamborghinis, these G wagons, all these vehicles. Yep. And Lux is the place to go for that. So yeah. can you list real quick, what are the services that Lux do? So all our listeners, when they're millionaires, they can bring all their cars here, <laughs> buy their cars from here and all that.
0: Yeah. So they do. Um, so they're a performance shop. They do all uh, window tinting, paint protection, film, vinyl wraps as well. Uh, paint correction, ceramic coatings. Um, they used to do detailing, but that's where Fresh came into play, and we take the detailing uh, mobile now. So, um, but yeah, Lux—they are the best in the business. They, uh, you know, they're they're a premium shop, and they care about their customers, and yeah. they're men of their craft. And you know, you saw the guys back there. I mean, it's just it's yeah. it's crazy, right? So they pay attention to the fine details, and that's what's that's what it's all about, yeah. right? Like you I mean, gotta, you gotta worry about that.
1: the The overarching word I would use after touring the shop, seeing the guys out there working, I would say is professionalism. Yeah. Like it is, these are the pros. Like this is the major league of performance shop. Like, everything 100%. about it is just screaming that. So,
0: yeah, give them a follow on Instagram. Um, guys are incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Appreciate them letting us set up in their shop. And uh, yeah, dude, let's dive in. If you want to give introduce yourself, however, you introduce yourself, and let's start diving into your story because uh, hanging out with you for the past couple hours, it's been impressive to get to know <laughs> you a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to dive into this.
0: No, thanks, dude. I feel like it's always a hard question to like, hey, w- tell me about yourself. You yeah. Know, it's such like, a, where do <laughs> I start? You know, like, <laughs> what do you want to know? Do you want to know, like, my favorite color? Like, no, gosh, no. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Michael Kimball, um, I grew up in Laguna Beach, California. So ways away from Utah. You're Mm -hmm. probably asking why I'm here in Utah. I'll I'll tell you in a little bit, but perfect. Um, yeah, I grew up down there. Um, the beach is everything. Mm. Grew up surfing, grew up skimboarding. Um, my happiness lies down on the coast. Um, but, uh, yeah. Fast forward a few years, uh, came to Utah for school. I went to BYU, uh, graduated from entrepreneurial management program at the Marriott, Business, uh, Marriott School of Business, uh-huh. and um, that was uh, man 2019. So it's already okay. been it's already been a few years. But uh-huh. um, a little bit before that, met my wife, uh, and uh, got married in 2016. Yeah, uh, so so we
1: talked about uh, this is the danger of always meeting guys because I'm gonna ask the same <laughs> yeah. question. We, I knew you're gonna say we asked something. We before, but I, I want to know because it's uh and I love this question because I love how much it varies. Yeah. Um, we'll have guys will be like, hey, what do you think of school? And they're like, worst thing ever, never do it. Um, and the opinions just range. And then you got wow. people. Um, yeah. So give give me your, what was uh was going to school was um getting that degree was that was that valuable to you what uh, what was your experience with that
0: yeah i think um i always knew i wanted to go to college um and because uh, at the beginning you know it's something my my dad did like my siblings did uh-huh. it was something that like
1: it's like the everyone next thinks step of that right especially back do, yeah. in our
0: era era right and um and but i wasn't a i wasn't a the best student in high school. Let's say that (laughs) I valued surfing over going to school. Right. Um, so I didn't get, I didn't apply in any, any colleges out of high school. I was older for my grade Mm -hmm. and, uh, I went on a LDS mission, Mm -hmm. uh, months after I graduated high school, came back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to BYU. My, my, my parents went there, like my siblings, you know, it's a, it's a great school. I was also interested in their business program. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't even have an entrepreneurial management program back in the day. It was just a business management yeah. major. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had my eyes on that, but, um, you know, I had to go to like the Salt Lake, uh, LDS business college or the Salt Lake extension, BYU extension, and then got transferred into BYU finally and, and got accepted somehow to the entrepreneur program. And, and, um, uh, I, you know, I always had my, you know, I decided years ago as a kid that I never wanted to do that nine to five stuff. Mm-hmm. My dad was a dentist still is. Yeah. He's 62 still working. And, um, I was just always interested in, in, in business innovation. I always looked at how I can make things better. Mm-hmm. So as a young kid, you know, I already had that. I knew I was going to run a business, start businesses, whatever. And, um, and so that was the only program like I was interested in. And it so happened when I applied, they made it a separate program instead of like an emphasis of business management. huh. So it was even, it was even better. Yeah. And, um, and I was able to sneak in there uh, with my GPA and um, I, you know, they're looking for different individuals, you know, different aspects of life or, and um, all over the state and whatnot. And, I think that kind of helped a little bit you know and um, but um, going back to your question about yeah value the degree or not like I since I already started college Mm -hmm. I'm always I'm a firm believer in finishing something you start yeah so no matter what like stuff I was doing I was like I need to finish because I have to I started it right and so it planned out perfect and um it was a short program like a year and a half and so um by that time though I was already running the you know this business and and um but it was it was really valuable especially that program alone because it was a small group of of students and then you know some really awesome teachers that were you know our serial entrepreneurs here in Utah mm-hmm. and um I think the most valuable thing from that was just the connections built yeah like with the with the teachers the guest speakers um there was a lot of you know um people that graduated from that program that have started companies here in utah and they would guest speak in our classes so i got to meet them you know they would give out their personal information you can send them text or call them anytime and so i, I took advantage of that yeah and uh just asked them questions sat down with them and and that was a uh, Honestly, that's the biggest highlight. Yeah. Like, Which, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I, I love that because I've – what what value there might be – like, obviously, if you're going to be a dentist, if you're going to be an engineer, like, there's a ton of value in college. If oh, yeah. you If you're looking to be an entrepreneur, um, I'm sure there were some tactical skills that you learned, but nothing that couldn't be learned on YouTube or – Just like, doing it. Yeah, whatever. But the relationships you get get to build. Like, there's nowhere else where there's just – a lot of people, and then then they divide you into stuff that you're interested in. So it's like such a good chance to network and meet people. So I think that's, that's exactly. awesome. And I think anybody that maybe is in college, and maybe they're in college because they feel like they have to or whatever, yeah. and you just want to go run a business, like, I think that's how you can squeeze the most out of it is if you're there, meet as many people as possible, be as many people's friends as possible, and because uh, that's what's going to pay off later down the road for sure.
0: 100%. And, and one thing you got to know about Utah is it's, you know, they're calling it the Silicon Slopes. Mm. I mean, it is, it's unreal how many, how many tech startups have started here. Yeah. And just other, you know, businesses in different industries. It's crazy. But on top of that, it's, it's the willingness to help, um, like from these business owners. Yeah. Like they're willing to help all these kids and um, just lend a hand in any way possible. Yeah, it's not like as cutthroat as like California or like like I can't even imagine getting the same response like down in California that as as here in Utah. Yeah. like it's crazy. Like, but um, like everyone's like wants everyone to succeed, which is so are, cool. I
1: think is way way smarter because um, we were discussing this earlier. Like nine times out of 10, the holdup is the people to actually go execute it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've already got a couple businesses business going, you know, like, I can see this is a good idea. I have the capital to do it, but I need a kid or I need someone that can come in and actually make it execute. And so maybe you've already done that for 10 businesses. And now you're looking to put people in places, give them the chance to sink their teeth into it, figure it out so they can move on and do it more. It's like, that's so such a smarter way of going about it. than the cutthroat and like, Kill everyone underneath me so no one ever comes in Yeah, and like, uh, I'm the
0: best or whatnot. And, and it's just, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to run a business. And yeah. you, you decide how you want to do it. But, yeah. um, no, so that's something that has been amazing, Yeah, like, here in Utah. And one of the biggest things that keeps me kind of, like, like, like liking utah more Uh you know because i still you know we still would like to you know move back to california someday or 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 who knows where um but you know utah's changed even coming up here as a kid i like i hated utah yeah because i was like it's so ugly you know we'd always come we'd always come in the winter time we had we had a ski week at our school like in february Uh where we would go skiing yeah like it's crazy and we'd go to snowbird and we come up. My, we have cousins up here, and it was just like, ah, oh, Utah's so boring. Like, <laughs> like it's so ugly. It's so like dead. All the trees and and uh, you know, this was like 20 years ago, yeah. 25 years ago, and it has changed so much. Um, there's still dead trees. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. But uh, um, no, it's 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 the it's the entrepreneurial community yeah. is. Like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: uh, well, do I? I. It's something you can feel driving down the freeway here. Like oh, it's 100%. like, man, this is different. Like, and it's a different energy. Like I'm sure, you, like if you've been to New York, like yeah, yeah, the city has an energy. That's how in between Salt Lake and Provo is like that whole area. But it's a completely different energy than New York. And, yeah, I, it's, it's awesome. I love it. It's a lot more wholesome. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more wholesome. Less hookers, less blow, you know, <laughs> less gangsters. <laughs> no, but it's, it's
0: so true, dude. I, yeah, I feel it every day. I mean, and you literally see it. Like, all yeah. these buildings pop up. Yeah, just
1: new businesses popping up. Love it, man. Yeah, and how often, it's crazy how often I'll, like, see something cool on the Internet. And I'll be like, huh? check that out. Oh, of course, it's in Utah. Yeah. Of course, it's headquarters oh, yeah. in Utah.
0: Oh yeah, of course they're in Utah. Of course they, you know, a lot of them came out of BYU. Like, yeah, that's what's incredible. Like I had, I had um, colleagues that, like, have started these companies. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what? Like, and you started that? Like I was sat next to you in my class.
1: Yeah. Well, now you're part of that network. And, <laughs> and so, then yeah. yeah,
0: and then you know them, and it's just like, you uh, you bring value to each other yeah. in some way. Like it's it's just nuts. Like one of just a perfect example we um podium mm-hmm. as a as an awesome you know uh, customer relationship yeah. communicative pl- platform and they're huge mm-hmm. and um the owners they went um they graduated from the business management program at BYU like 3 4 years before me i think um but now they're great friends great clients of ours and we use their software yeah and it's been like the most effective tool for us and, you know, we do their cars like on, and we go to their office and do some of their employees. And it's just like, it's so cool to see that yeah. happen. Right. And like come from that same place. Um, and, but yeah, it just says something about this area yeah, and like the people that these leaders are producing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it it's like a domino effect. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I I love it, and I think uh, you know if you're not in a position to be in Utah, like start doing that wherever you're at, and uh, yeah, because man, we need more of that. Because yeah, you, yeah, everywhere it's awesome. needs it for sure. Yeah, so you're telling us you're going through college, so finished yeah, up yeah, college, yeah. and at the same time, um, you said you run this business. Kind kind of tell us a little bit more.
0: Yeah, so like there. let's let's get you know let's get into the really good stuff. You know, like how Fresh came about, and um, yeah, so. Man, back in you know, uh, two thousand two thousand eighteen, you know, fresh started, and that's mm-hmm. you know the opportunity came came to me in two thousand eighteen, and uh, decided to run with it. I I did a a year of summer sales in two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. and learned so many.
1: Who'd you sell for?
0: Eco Shield. Okay. Pest control. Uh huh. Shout out to you boys. <laughs> no, uh, one of the one of the most incredible experiences I've ever ever experienced. Yeah. And, uh, just because of the leaders, like the guys I was associated with and they just ran a top notch, like program Mm -hmm. and, you know, talking about stuff, not even related to like actual, like knocking doors or like sales. It was all about like, you know, Hey, let's, let's talk about body language. Let's talk about paraverbals, like how important all this stuff is that ties into sales. Yeah. And they'd bring in guest speakers, they'd do all this stuff. That. I thought that was so fascinating. I was like, man. And, and one of their biggest, you know, their biggest mission was to um, excel their guys to their next stage of life. Mm-hmm. And if they could do that, it'd be awesome, right? Yeah. That's something that we do now in, in Fresh because of, of them. Yeah. But, anyways, um, I thought I was going to go that route, you know, become a manager, do all this. And then quickly took this turn, you know, I've always been obsessed with, you know, innovation and making things that seem so mundane and just turning it into something that people can't stop talking about. Uh Like I loved the idea of that, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like I had my hands in different things. I was looking at inventing some stuff, you know, like in like the skim industry, Mm. um, or just other little things that I've you know, I have this huge idea log, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And and uh but I don't know exactly what. And anyways, this this opportunity came you know, came about and ran with it. And what a journey it's been. Yeah. You know, it's been what is that four years now? And um, you know, that that was the biggest thing I saw was like, you know, detailing is a you know, cleaning cars is a necessity. You know, yeah. like people need that done, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I was looking more at, like, how can we make this so different? You know, I, I knew a little bit about the service industry, like, being in pest control. Like, yeah. I knew, like, how, you know, the techs serviced a home.
1: Yeah, the, uh, like, the tactical side of it. The tactical it, side.
0: And I never liked it. I never thought it was, like, sexy, yeah. And I was like, okay, there's been companies that have made, you know, the service industry look a little bit more enjoyable, you know, had a little bit better marketing and, and branding, but in the detailing industry, it, especially here in Utah, it was like not even heard of. Yeah. So
1: I'm super interested cause, uh, so tell you a quick story. My, uh, a couple years ago I had a cousin um got home from his mission and you know, kinda of just getting his feet under him of what he's gonna do, looking at different colleges, all this and uh like a lot of guys do, starts a detail company. Yeah. And uh, comes comes me advice like, Hey, what would you do? Um and I actually I actually detailed cars and um was pretty successful at through through high school. that was my main thing that I did through high school. Um and so it came to me and was like, Hey, what what should I do? And uh I told them, I'm like, to follow Fresh, <laughs> look up Fresh, and I'm like, they oh, have man. nailed their Instagram, and I'm like, I I can't tell you exactly what it, but they're marketing their Instagram like, I promise you, they would detail all my cars if they were in our area, like, wouldn't even be a Thanks, question dude. about it. So, um, like you're, and and you're getting there, um, but you're talking about like, hey, we're gonna do something different. So I'm curious, yeah. what were the type of things that you saw like? could be different and and you mentioned to me your uh man now i'm blanking on what it's called not motto but uh um, mission statement
0: mission statement which yeah. which
1: i loved that <coughs> especially me coming from the service industry either so i said uh, quite a bit there so yeah would love to know what you saw could be different mm-hmm. how you approached those and would love to have you talk about your mission statement
0: yeah yeah so um let's answer the first thing so back then you know in 2018 we're like you know how can this be different? And first thing that, you know, obviously came to our mind was social media. Yeah. Right. Social media was, was not at its peak yet in 2018. I mean, it was, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, it it, it wasn't like it was around. Instagram was big, you know, still Snapchat, which that's kind of obsolete now. But um, as far as, service industries service businesses in utah at least capitalizing on social media it it wasn't even yeah didn't even exist and Mm -hmm. so we're like that's number one we're just gonna go crazy on social media that's easy yeah we're young we know what social media is and uh
1: yeah don't don't worry about that sick don't worry about that hellcat (laughs) that thing is
0: so sick um (laughs) That won that won some awards at this one auto show oh, really? this past couple weeks. But well, yeah, it's freaking um, sick. But anyways, uh so that was that was hundred percent the thing with social media. Yeah. It's like we know that we're gonna kill it on that. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um What no, d- yeah, go what ahead.
1: do you think um why hadn't that been done before? Because it seems to me like who doesn't like not just uh, like before and afters, who doesn't like clean cars, and then especially if you're with cool cars, like what do you think was holding people back from jumping in and executing? And and I guess one question that that goes along with that that may answer it is, was there any, what were the speed bumps you found as you were like, yeah, we're going to jump into this?
0: Dude, my honest answer is there wasn't many people like me or like other people like-minded that wanted to get involved in a business like this. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a blue collar. Mm -hmm. It's a service industry. You can't, you can't make money.
1: You're the maid of the car. Yeah. Like,
0: like, but that's just, that's so that, that exact idea was what drew me in more Mm -hmm. was cause I, you know, I love a challenge and that, that's what I was like, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a detailer. Like obviously like I'm, I'm an expert detailer now because I've had to ta- teach yeah. myself and gotten training and stuff like that, and and passed on to our guys now. But you know, I was never a car guy. Mm-hmm. Like, like I still, you know, like I still don't know the specs on this Lambo or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just not my my. You um, don't hang
1: out on the couch and yeah, look like at cars and, that, and, and and
0: and one thing again, like that's that's to- that's totally okay. Yeah right? You don't need to be. Well, and as shocking
1: as it might be, I don't like lay down on the couch night, checking out garbage trucks. I thought you did though. Different garbage cans. (laughs) No,
0: but anyways, um, so, uh, I lost my train of thought now. So, Um, so people weren't
1: doing it just because people that weren't, didn't have that type of mindset weren't exactly.
0: And, and so that's exactly what our industry needed. and, And we felt we had, and um, people use used social media.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying no one used Instagram, whatever, to like for their business page. Yeah, but I'm talking about in a different approach. What you see on our Instagram, which is almost not really having like the classic like dirty car picture be like as like the cover photo. Uh huh cuz dude in social media and in and, and marketing and, and uh you know for for branding purposes too like the aesthetic of your page matters mm-hmm. like all these little details matter and we'll get into that later but so n- no one's really th- killing on that the third, so like so what I what I talked about so like social media um and then um number 2 was as simple as our logo needs to be super clean. Mm. Like if you look at detailing companies, if you go Google detailing companies, no offense to a lot of you out there, but it's just, it's just not good. There's always a silhouette of a car. It's just very yeah. like, like everyone is the same. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, it's just it's out, all it's over out, the place. It's not clean. It's outdated. Not it's clean, outdated. Not, and, and we were always from the beginning We, like, wanted, we, like, were so again not, we weren't against, like, the word detailing, like, detailing, but, like, we, we wanted people to, to find out that we do details, like, last. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like,
1: fresh, this looks cool, what do they do? Like, what do do? they do? Yeah, which it's so (laughs) funny when you say that, because now that you're saying that, like, I can look back, and that's, like, the first time I came across your Instagram page was, like, it, it must have been on, on a, uh. On explo- I don't know exactly, but I yeah, remember yeah. it was like fresh. Like, what is fresh? Like, is that a, is that a, uh, um, <laughs> like I'd wondered if it was a product that like made your car smell better or something like. Um, but it's it's super interesting because everything you're saying along those lines, I can see like it's not a, uh, it's not that it, other companies didn't post on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. not that other companies didn't uh, um, take pictures of cars they detailed anything like that but i can notice a lot of intention in Mm -hmm. what you're saying it was like hey we're going to do an instagram but let's talk about who we're going to be on instagram exactly what's going to be the experience of us on instagram what it's what is it going to communicate let's talk about our logo like what's going to be the experience of our logo how will it interact with people it's not just like we're going to do this thing but who are we going to be exactly on and in and about this thing
0: Exactly, and that's that's branding at its finest, Mm. right? Yeah, a lot of people get branding mixed up with, like the look, you know, the 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 way it looks, the logo. No, the branding is is how it's, you know, what what you're doing, like what's your what's your purpose? Yeah, it's
1: it's it's ontological in uh, in nature.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so that was that was a second thing, and that was simple. Right. Like I, you know, we, we just, we are, we knew that way. And and then we, you know, uh, got our sick logo that you see today. Just very simple, very clean. And that was it. That's all we needed. And then the third thing was, um, you know, the approach we wanted to take with getting our name out and like the sales channel, if you will. And that was influencer marketing. Mm. So, you know, influencers are huge in Utah. Yeah, um, you got a few of them. We we, we know <laughs> we know a few of them. Um, but I was, uh, um, you know, I've I've uh, one of my biggest mentors, uh, still this day, and, and we haven't been in contact for a while, is Sean Neff. Okay, that owns Neff Headwear. He owned Neff head, Headwear. Anyways. Um, He's considered the brand whisperer. He's the one behind Moon Oral Care with Kendall Jenner. Okay. Kylie Kendall, I forget. Yeah. Who, who knows? Um, and also who? Cares? And another another brands and so, <laughs> um. I've I've seen him and I've understand his his approach to things and and one of the biggest things that you know he like kind of created like influencer brands where he would take a a famous person a face and a product bring them together mm-hmm. and create this sick company. Yeah. Um, I always loved that about him. And then, um, thanks to my you know my beautiful wife, she was, um, you know, she was able to to get into the the same room, same network as some of these big influencers here in Utah. Mm-hmm. And we got to meet them on a personal level and be f- friends with them, and um, uh, have Sunday dinners with them, like you know, and and uh, one in particular, you know, you know, she's been. One of the first big influencers here in Utah, and um, so it kind of fell naturally. Yeah, it was like it was like, oh, dude, we're gonna do influencer marketing. Influencer marketing already existed. Yeah, but for a service company. Yeah, how? no one was ever no one was, was doing that at all in Utah. So and um, yeah, so I'm
1: super curious, and I don't know how detailed you'd be willing yeah. to go into this, but. That's something super, super interesting to me because, well, I just, I find it as so useful, but I've never executed on myself. So we're just talking about, you know, ontological with, with marketing this, but I would really like to know epistemologically, like how does one go about that? Like he hmm. gave us a little bit of a like your wife was able to hook it up, you know, this, that, and the other. But like, how does one go about, like, if you're like, and, and we're not talking about getting the rock to sponsor uh, or you know this but someone that say has has an influence on your target audience maybe they've got 20 20 to forty thousand people that that follow and listen to them on a on a platform what what were like the steps that were gone about which which is tough because i know the bigger more important part is who you were being in that but i would also be super interested in the step-by-step process
0: yeah, no, I mean it's super important to understand this because, and look, every every business is different, you know. This works for us; it doesn't mean that has to work for you. But in my opinion, like, you're stupid for not leveraging that, you yeah. know, in your in your community, um, because, dude, influencer marketing is our bread and butter. Yeah, you know, that's what we're known for, you know, as being you know like the pioneers here in Utah with, with at least for the, the service industry, a hundred percent for like the detailing industry and, um, was, was leveraging influencers right on social yeah. media. Um, but yeah. So to answer your question is we talked about this earlier, right? Um, it's, it literally is all who, you know, and not what, you know, mm-hmm. I can't stretch or, you know, emphasize enough like on, just meeting as many people as possible getting yourself out there and networking and by doing that like all these things happen so you know it, at least here in Utah like you meet you know a pretty influential person or like the, an influencer you'll you'll like get to meet a lot of them because just naturally because they'll message you or like you'll um you know, if you get invited to, like, some parties or whatnot, like, they all know each other. Yeah. Like, everywhere here in Utah, like, everyone knows every Which, influencer. And yeah. it's, like, so it's been, it's kind of been, like, I wouldn't say easier, but in a way, like, you know, it it is a little bit different here. Like, I can't, you know, I don't know how it is in other states. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I've heard my wife talk about it before. <laughs> where I'm like, that's, like... It's odd to me, but like she's been like, oh yeah, they're at this like influencer party, like mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: yeah, th- yeah. There's like all these like influencer events and stuff like that. I mean, Utah's huge. Like, dude, every business, a lot of big companies, they they um they work with influencers. Yeah, because it's smart, right? But um, so that's that's the biggest thing is like, you just have to one like get out there don't be afraid to go network yeah um and that doesn't mean just like in person at events or 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 parties or or whatever but um engage on dms like you know at the beginning like you know we were fortunate enough you know i had a lot of connections with these influencers it was it was literally just a text away yeah right um but obviously there was Months, years of, of relationship building mm-hmm. to get up to that, to that yeah. text point, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and uh, but a lot we had to reach out, mm-hmm. and at the beginning, that's what you're gonna do a lot of is like you're gonna have to and
1: you'll you'll not y- hear back from a lot yeah, of yeah, and, that, and
0: that's a, and then you got to focus on like okay, well, you know maybe I'm not you know big enough, and I need to show showcase it and and work on you know, your marketing and, and getting that out there and maybe they'll be more drawn towards you. Like, but do at the beginning, I mean, you just kind of have to hustle, like reach out to people. Don't be afraid to ask. Like yeah. if you believe that you're going to bring them value, like they're going to, they're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I would recommend is like, you know, get out of your comfort zone, go network with as many people as possible and it will just, like, domino effect. Yeah. And another thing, like, you have to be, um, like, this is important, is, like, you got to be, like, you got to be, like, what's the word I'm looking at? Like, honest. Like, you have to be. Like, authentic. In- authentic, intentional. Because a lot of people look at it as, like, oh, like, it's just a transactional relationship. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing I love talking about transactional and transformational relationships. Mm. We're all about transformational relationships. Yeah. Because the transactional relationship is like, hey, like influencer, like post for me. Like I need to make this like, okay, cool. Like you did that. Like, like see ya, like yeah. whatever. I think like, you know, like you, you, it just to benefit yourself, like using someone. Yeah. Like I hate, I hate that. Like yeah. I hate. Hey, can I can I step hate on your using, face? To get to where I want to be. <laughs> yeah. I hate like the word like using people because it's just like, like what's th- for what? Yeah. Like what? Like build an actual re- legit relationship, and you both will win. Yeah. Like it's just common sense, you know.
1: Yeah, and as as you're saying this, it makes me think of. uh uh, a podcast this was a couple years we ago we did but um if if you're wanting more on on this i think he gave a great example you can go back and listen to it but it's our podcast with with cory gregory and i don't know if you've ever heard of him mm-hmm. um so he's he's in the supplement and fitness world and he was this the uh founder of uh muscle farm um mm. and it it's bought been bought now by a much bigger corporation but one of the big big things he did at muscle farm is he went and uh he got Arnold to be, um, they, they made a line with Arnold and oddly enough, like Arnold hasn't ever really touched a supplement company. And, uh, th- he viewed it as like Ar- Arnold was going to be the, the, uh, um, like his version of like the Jordans of Nike's right and so this this exact line was going to be like that so anyway what i want to talk what i'm saying is like he talks about how approaching that relationship and building that relationship and i love what you said about it not just being um like, hey, I'll pay you this much money to do this. That may be a part of it. Like, hundred percent. Don't give me like Arnold wouldn't have done the deal if he didn't make money on it because he's a businessman. But he talks about being prepared to actually go be there and have that conversation. And then one thing I've noticed is, I mean, a- every year I see Corey's at a Arnold's Christmas party, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> like that. That he made a real relationship that was like, yeah, we stay in touch, and you know. Busy people. I mean, even just where I'm at, like, man, people I really like. Sometimes I don't even get to see them once a year. Yeah. Um. So it's like, no, that that's meaningful. Um. And I think that's uh, it, I love what you said. It's not not transactional, but transformational, and build a real relationship, even if it is beneficial business wise on both. Like, what a what a great reason that just layers on top of a reason to have a good relationship.
0: Isn't it crazy to think that. What's a guy owning a supplement company is at a Arnold's party?
1: Yeah, uh huh.
0: Like, to me, I mean, that's 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 been a huge learning experience. You know, is is uh, you know, building these relationships with influencers and and all clients, right? We do this with all of our clients, you know, because we care about them so much, right? Because um, we're looking for for loyalty, yeah. right? Like that mm-hmm. that breed, that breeds loyalty, yeah. But um, one of the biggest things I've learned is like, you know, never forget your value, your worth. And there's been so many times where I'd be invited to some parties by some very high influential people. And I'm like, why am I here? I'm just (laughs) a, or, you know, I'm, I, I detail their cars or like, you know, like this guy is multimillionaire or this, you know, owns this company. And like, why'd they invite me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember having, like, some very humbling moments. It's like, dude, because it's you. Yeah. It's you. Like, remember that. Like, people are not interested in, like, your service, your product. A lot of times it's it's you. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, that's what Arnold saw in that guy. Yeah. And that's who's invited. And that's one thing is, like, get rid of that. Like, belief is, like, you can hang out with these individuals. You can do this. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing. Is like we we saw this as like, dude, because we you know we we're like man we're we're just this detailing company. Like I never saw myself doing like owning a service company. Like that's so below my level. Like I had those thoughts, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, I, we're gonna be owning the most well-known detailing company in the nation. Yeah well that's it's like that's crazy you know it's like it,
1: it's not cool till it's really cool you yeah know what I and mean? so like yeah.
0: you got to have those moments and realize but it takes a lot of balls you know it takes a lot of grit a lot of grind I mean like to get to these points you know you got to do you got to get your hands dirty yeah you know and stuff like that and um, four years later you've, you know it's four years that's so like not that long yeah you know we're you know, we're, we're finally seeing a, a lot of stuff coming into place. And, um, but yeah, dude, like to circle back mm-hmm. on, on like all, you know, about all that, like that's where fresh came about. You know, we had these visions of being partner with people like this, Yeah, like, you know, being a premium service, mm. you know, you know, being, bringing people the best quality service out there.
1: So another question comes to mind when you say that. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, was it ever a struggle for you, especially in the beginning when you're starting, you've got this intention, this vision to be the premium service. The premium service comes at a cost because you're not running it through an automatic car wash, getting it out the end. You've got to have the right employees, the right uh, equipment, the right product, all of that. Yeah. Um, you've got to have the right people that people trust to be in their driveway where the kids are out playing all of that and then when you're starting to work with highest end products you know you're you're looking at six figure cars that you're handling working with like you're the premium service now my question is was it was was there times where it was tough to stay um committed to that especially at the first and not get off and be like well we can get more jobs if we're cheaper and and uh, like the focus on nope, we're building a premium brand. We act like a premium brand. Don't get distracted by uh, another dollar over here, another buck over here. We're going for the 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 big division.
0: Yeah, I think when we said what we're gonna do, we were sold that day. Awesome. Um, but that doesn't mean we started out premium. Premium. Yeah, dude. We st- We started. <laughs> it's so funny to, to look back at these times because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to see how far we've come. But we started doing cars um, for like 100 bucks, 120 bucks. Mm-hmm. And two of us would spend eight hours on the car yeah, to make it look perfect. And, you know, we have had no experience in detailing, right? Like we, you know, I've always was a clean person. Yeah. Like knew how to clean stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like, that spoiled as a kid. Yeah, so it, it's it's not it,
1: like it, cleaning cars. There's definitely techniques and there's stuff techniques, that makes it, but, but it's not rocket science. You're not uh, figuring out. You're not. It doesn't take Elon Musk to figure out how to get it <laughs> get it clean. Yeah, if
0: you, you you just elbow grease. But that's why it took so long. Is because we weren't smart. We didn't know like all this stuff. But anyways, we you know, we do these minivans that were just destroyed and charged 100, 120 bucks <laughs> and we're like, we were, I remember, 16 we, hours into it yeah, remember, two guys, eight hours I remember, I remember hours we were like so stoked because we, the product was amazing, right? We are like, wow. And, um, but that's just how we started out and that's, you have to realize like, you know, you got to start somewhere mm-hmm. and like, if we, if we like came out of nowhere, we're like, yeah, we have the sick branding logo and whatnot, but hey, it's, three hundred and forty bucks yeah who are you guys yeah. like do you know anything you know you got to have you got to establish credibility right so at the beginning you always have to just go for it mm-hmm. so we started charging that and but our our sights were never like we were we never straying away from yeah. our true vision yeah so that's why so exact, that might have
1: been part of the process yeah but like when you get a call today and someone's like hey i want my minivan done you're not chasing them you're like hey this is what we're worth
0: Exactly. You can,
1: you can take it or leave it. We'd love to have you as a customer, but this is what we're worth. We're the if you want the top if you want your car to be perfect, this is who you call. This is what it costs.
0: Exactly. And, and and dude, one thing we realized was like those people that we took care of that we charged, you know, cheaper price and had the dirtier cars they were the hardest people to work with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is always the case. That is the always the case. The second you give a deal, the second, they're never happy with the service. And they never. <laughs> we love those. We love all the customers we've taken
0: care of over the years, but man, we had more problems when yep. we were just trying to chase the dollar, you know, and get as many jobs as possible. Yep. And then we just kind of evolved, right? We adapted and, and, um, we actually established the credibility. We got more followers, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we're pushing out, you know, amazing content, um, still doing influencers on a regular basis. And, um, and then it's evolved into what it is today. You know, our average detail price is three twenty, three forty. Yeah. And it takes us, you know, one guy about like, you know, depending on that job, you know, like four to five hours. Mm-hmm. So a lot less than the eight hours, but... Yeah. Heck of a good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we've invested so much in our guys, you know, in training, we've established our, the right processes to make it more efficient, all that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's... And it's not that we don't, you know, it, it's, it's... We're not straying away from our roots. Mm-hmm because our roots our real roots were providing the best experience best quality service we can give. Yeah. Just at the beginning, we'd have no idea what we're doing. We didn't know how to run this type of business. And but now we've, you know, we've we've learned a thing or two. Yeah. And now it's now it's a little bit different and but uh but yeah, dude, I think uh you know, going back to the social media aspect, you know, that was the that was the biggest thing that we had our eyes on. Yeah. So the social media, you know, um, influencer marketing, which, again, you know, is our bread and butter. And by the way, you know, that's our only form of, of marketing. Market. We don't yeah. – we, we haven't spent a cent on advertising at all. Wow.
1: That's incredible.
0: And um, we have plans to, to capitalize on different channels now. Yeah. Well, there's no reason. There's like, no reason not to. Not to,
1: yeah. Because – well, and especially it's different now. The, the difference of your reach – because you can make incredibly good content now it's going to have so much less reach than what it had in
0: 2018
1: oh yeah and and, like you had that base so yeah that's going to do a lot better man and and i said said it once but i'm going to bring bring it back like what i would want people to know or notice like is the intention Mm -hmm. and especially social media like it's not just an afterthought like oh i should have snapped some pictures let me snap some pictures but like the intention on each thing and i my experience is like when i see a post go up from you like it's it's an intentional post mm-hmm. like that's something i i'm working on being a lot better on on, on my uh personal page because you know my I, i've kind of just played with the whole Garrett the trash man uh brand that i have um where you know larson Lewis is very intentional what we did with that and how we built our business around right. that and uh I'm realizing now how uh, advantageous it can be for me if I really built a strong, um, big following there. And uh, so that's something I'm, I'm loving this because that's something I can get way better at because a lot of times I'll just post and be like, oh, I should post because it's something I want. And it's not that intentional of a post. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll go back through, find something, and throw something up there to throw something up there because it's been a day or two since something's been posted. So,
0: Yeah, and, and you got to do like – like. If you're you know, if you're saying, Man, I don't know anything about social media, like I'm not an expert, whatever, find someone that is. I mean, take advantage of these young kids yeah. that are on social media like twenty four seven. Yeah. You know, and um get them involved. Yeah. Like that's okay. Like you don't need to be you don't need to be like an expert at reels at tiktok like all this yeah. stuff like you can find the right people to do it and like you must like you like if you don't already like try to do it yourself like yeah. obviously that's better but like well, find someone you what know? i
1: love about it too is it costs you nothing to go try and learn because exactly. it's not like you've got to go buy a two thousand dollar a month billboard yeah. And it's like, well, hopefully we nail this and hopefully it has a return because if not it's two thousand bucks. It's like, No, decide you're gonna spend thirty minutes a day for a month, see what happens.
0: Exactly. And uh
1: cost you nothing except I mean not that thirty minutes a day is not nothing, but yeah, you can anyone's got thirty minutes a day. The excuse of people being busy, I hate that excuse. I'm like but anyway, yeah. that's that's a whole different rant. I'm like, tell me you just don't want to, don't tell me you're busy.
0: No and and I mean it's it's literally like I mean, speaking from experience, they're like, you know, we're proof, right? We haven't like like I said earlier, we haven't spent a dime yeah. on ads yeah. for four years. Our only thing has been our trade we have with influencers and, and the cost associated with that. Sure. It's very minimal compared to, you know, pumping hundred dollars a day like on ads and, and hoping for the best but we knew
1: w- once you build that base, you won't be
0: hoping we won't you hoping you can start yeah, now, throwing
1: ads now, in, and it's going to be, Hey, if I've got, if I've got the guys do the work, yeah. we're going to have the business.
0: Exactly. And so we've been fortunate enough to like not have to worry about those other avenues, you know, the other channels. And, but yeah, we've gotten to that point where like, Hey, we might as well. Yeah. And we can actually just crush it on that, on that scale as well. So yeah, yeah we're looking at that, but, I can't tell you enough, guys, you know, you know, capitalizing on social media nowadays is so crucial. Yeah. Like, don't worry about posting the perfect story. Like, don't just post stupid stuff. Like, you know, like still worry about the angle, the quality, like what songs are trending or whatever, like whatever you do, like. Own that. Yeah. Like, and, and like be consistent with it. It's consistency, you know, and we've seen in our business, like we've been inconsistent sometimes and it affects us in a bad way. Right. Yeah. And vice versa. But, uh, social media, man, I mean, it's, you have to, you have to implement it. And no matter what your business is, I don't even care if you're like, you sell some like, like, (laughs) Medicine or like something yeah. something like super strange and you think that you can't promote your business in that way i I challenge you
1: yeah. well and on the on the flip side like um man i'm I'm really excited with the product i'm working on to start sell on selling on it, and if you step back from there, look at what's in your life, different things you like what what you use every day, you will be absolutely flabbergasted at the opportunities. Look at what you use all the time, think about why you bought it, mm-hmm. if there was much of an influence or if it was just kind of like that's what you happen to have, and then look it up, see if there's anyone um using the incredible tool social media and you'll be flabbergasted at the opportunities that's out there. You'll be like, Yeah, this this product right here, I can have a great margin on it, and no one else is doing a direct consumer using uh social media. Exactly. And like I, I yeah, you you'll be shocked at how many opportunities are out there. And yeah, if you're not doing it with your business, someone that, um, is going to eventually is going to come along and knock you out because of that.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. They'll surpass you. And that's just, that's just, it is what it is. And it's crazy. You know, like, you know, in these past four years, there's a lot of similar companies that have come, mm-hmm. um, you know, about, and, uh, you know, and, and, a way we feel like, you know, we feel kind of honored or, or whatnot. I'm not yeah. saying that we were, you know, the first, whatever, but you know, we were the pioneers here in, in, in Utah, especially in this industry. And, and, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like people, you know, they catch on and, and that is what it is. It's competition, but well, it's you gotta, a sign st- that you gotta were- stay, you gotta stay on your toes. Yeah. And it's a sign that you're doing something right. And, but Hey, there's always improvements in any business, yeah like we're always we're constantly adapting like we're you have to if you don't adapt, you die yep, yeah, like nothing's just same. plain simple, like I don't care if you think you will have the best quality work out there forever, doesn't matter,
1: yeah, no man steps in the same river twice, exactly, like, so if you're not adapting it's it's things are moving too fast,
0: so I guarantee you you know if you if you feel like social media will make that, you know, that that necessary tweak in your business, Yeah, do it. Just yeah. do it. Whatever it costs, you know, get some young person and have them run with it. Don't be so a perfectionist and worry even, about what it even is. Even
1: better, just call X Media <laughs> and we'll get it all handled exactly. for you. <laughs> yeah, no, Tyler knows what he's doing. Yeah. But
0: no, but seriously, man, I mean, I have these conversations all the time with old, older generations. It's harder because yeah. they're like... No. I grew
1: my business without it. Why do I need to know?
0: They're like, no, that's just like, that's not my clientele. I'm like, dude, your grandma yeah. is on social media, dude. on I, Facebook, I and every, my, everyone's obsessed with it. My parents
1: spend probably 10 times the time on social media that yeah. I do.
0: So there's no, none oh. of that crap anymore. It's yeah, like no. not a generational thing. It's everyone is hooked on social media. Everyone has a smartphone. So... Are you going to capitalize on it or not? Yeah. which you know?
1: uh, That comes to one point that I wanted to make that, that came back to me about that too. And it's this fact, just sharing my experience as I stepped into this realm, um, growing up in a blue-collar family and, and a service industry and just seeing that, one part that was tough for me is working on social media coming up with post ideas, executing on those posts, um, all the work that there is to be done on social media uh, or digital marketing, whatever you want to call it, it didn't occur to me as work. felt <laughs> like I was cheating on work to do that. Like, oh, I can't be doing this. I should be working. And uh, man, when I finally overcame that hurdle and be like, what, what's, what's the most impactful thing I could do for my business right now? <laughs> Nine times out of 10, it was doing something intentional on that to produce more customers and so you know i say that just because if i had that experience there's probably someone out there that's had it and i'm telling you right now like get over that stop uh stop thing obviously if you're sitting where you should be working you're scrolling through instagram just looking at stuff you're wasting time but exactly i i was like oh if my phone's out and my apps open i i must be you know not doing what i'm supposed to be doing so Dude, yeah
0: working smarter not harder you know and like those are the things that i mean that's just that's just how the world works right now yeah like
1: when how fast it it moves like you just get left behind if you you got to work hard and smart because if you're just working hard you're going to be left behind things are
0: it's true yeah you gotta you gotta have a good balance you know you can't be you can't just forget about the operation side you can't just only focus. Let's go to partner. You know I mean? that for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's why that's that's where that's where you delegate. You know, that's why you you build a team. Yeah. You bring in good people that can help. You know, because dude, from the beginning, you're gonna do everything, right? Yeah. All of all of us see that, but then you form partnerships. You get you know your first employees, and then yeah. the team grows from there. And, and like you know, we've seen that. It's like you know now I have you know um, someone else like manage the social media most of the time, you know, and, um, and like the operations side. And so it's just, you know, just putting people in place, but that doesn't come without, you know, hard work Mm -hmm. and, you know, grinding from the beginning. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I think, uh, I think the biggest takeaway here is, is, you know, if you're not, if you're not leveraging social media, you're, you're not going to be successful, like plain and simple.
1: Yeah, well, and I, yeah, I can't encourage people enough. Like, go check out Fresh's Instagram. Pay attention to those little details, like you mentioned. What's it look like? What's the aesthetic? Don't uh, like, th- look at why you're you're enjoying it, why it's pleasing to you, yeah. and uh, learn from you. So, yeah. That that being said, we're over an hour. Let's start to bring this home. I want to know what's next for you and what's next for for Fresh.
0: Oh man, yeah. So we we have a lot of things in the works. You know, we've uh, um, our biggest thing right now is is you know becoming, um. You know. Not only the most well known service, uh, or or detailing company in Utah, but um, also the most well known service brand in, in Utah. Mm. Our biggest, our HAG. Yeah. Big hairy audacious goal. Is to become the most recognized service brand in the nation. Yeah, and that's what we're achieving, and you know, little by little. And but that's you know, that's where we're going, and and um, and uh, you know, we have we have some fun, exciting things happening. You know, we have a little, you know, partnership happening out in Park City, um, joining and partnering up with this uh, Car Country Club, if you will, and you know, Fresh is going to be a part of that, and, and taking care of some of the club members. Um, you know, expanding out there. And, but um, yeah, from there, man, it's just, uh, you know, expanding in different markets and, and uh, looking at, you know, possibly adding different services um, and kind of going from there. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited.
1: Yeah. All right. Love it, man. Well, let everyone know how do they get in contact with uh with fresh you where can they find you guys and uh yeah let's let's get all the plugs in
0: yeah um so just go to fresh detail uh on instagram fresh detail two l's um and then uh hit us up on there dm us um I mean do people give out their personal numbers on here?
1: I I don't know, whatever you want to do, bro. I mean
0: like <laughs> I feel like I don't care about that, but maybe uh let's just keep it to the, the social media, Perfect. the DM. Yeah. Reach out on there and then um uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh we'd love uh to receive some some support from you guys and um but dude, thanks for thanks for yeah. coming out all this way.
1: No, this was awesome. Well, let's let's do it again. We'll we'll go down the yeah, road a sure. bit and then we'll uh yeah, we'll loop back around and do this again because this was awesome. I think there's a lot more we could cover and go over. So
0: Oh yeah. Of Love course. it, man.
1: All right. Appreciate having you on. Everyone, like usual, share this with every person you've ever met. Just tell them to listen to this podcast. Appreciate you guys listening. Gareth the trash man across all the platforms. We'll uh, talk to you guys next time. Peace.
0: See ya. <laughs> We'll be